What's up everybody? It's Maximilian on Maximilian TV coming to you with the first chapter from my book, Afterlife. Without further ado, Less Than Zero, Los Angeles, California, 2026. The City of Angels is an ironic nickname for a town with a reputation for being full to the brim with liars, fakes, and assholes. Every year, thousands of people from all over the world immigrate to Los Angeles. Over 14,000 people arrive every month to try to make their way, either in Hollywood or just to someplace with better weather. Immigrants to Los Angeles give up their proximity to family, and in some cases, spouses, children, and lifelong friends to pursue their dream of fame, wealth, or just a fucking job that pays decent money. They sacrifice a lot just to get there. Some of them find their way, others get distracted in the den of life as a waiter at BOA and entirely forget that they came to Los Angeles to pursue an artistic career. And it's these people who are the assholes. It's the guy who moved away from his mom, his high school sweetheart, and his hometown, who misses his family but can't afford to fly home, and doesn't want to tell them how broke he is. So he makes up a story about booking a job and cries himself to sleep at night because he can't make it home for Christmas for another year in a row. That guy. The 20-something singer who makes the cut all the way to producers every time she auditions, but in the final round consistently gets passed over because instead of working with the voice coach during the daytime, hustling for a good agent and hitting all the musical theater and award show auditions like she swore she would when her parents took out a second mortgage on their home to get their little girl to Hollywood, she picks up extra shifts at her hostessing job to make her rent. And because she has a roommate and feels self-conscious about her loud singing, she doesn't rehearse. Her. And the Rico Suave sharks who swam all the way from Los Angeles, whoops, who swam all the way to Los Angeles, from Mexico, London, and Brazil to discover they were just guppies, each of them too. All of these tender-minded people and others like them, full of angst and mad at the world because their choose-your-own-adventure story took an unexpected turn and landed them on an inauspicious-looking page. Those are the ones who cut in line at the ATM pretending not to realize what they've done. That's the guy who sees another car's turn signal and drags his car ahead just those few inches to let the other driver know he's not letting anybody in. That's the haughty woman screaming at the manager of the restaurant. That's the insolent waiter who doesn't give a fuck that he got your order wrong. And that's his lackadaisical manager who doesn't care enough to offer even a glass of champagne and condolence. And the rude lady at the gym. And the condescending receptionist. And the snarly talent agent. And every petulant waitress annoyed that you sat down in her section to eat a meal. All of them. Not native assholes, but asshole implants and suffering clearly. They pay dearly just to be in LA. And each day that it doesn't seem to be working out the way they'd like, they die a little bit inside and hate everyone else for it. It's different for an Angelino. For a person native to Los Angeles, traffic is just traffic. It's not bad, It's just it just is. And it comes as no surprise. Mom and dad, they're still around. They're just a short drive away. Ditto high school sweethearts and childhood friends. Having to move back home just means to 3rd Street and Fairfax Avenue. Less privacy, but otherwise, no big deal. And the neighborhood, if it's changed a lot, 
has only gotten better. It's the end of summer, and the weather is warm, but not dry. Thousands of delicate purple trumpet flowers cover the sidewalks in the little neighborhood tucked into a discreet triangle between Sweetser and La Cienega, where Jimmy Jennings is in bed, alone. It's a one-bedroom affair with a, with a formal dining room that's been converted to a library. More like a magazine room, really. Only the latest issues, all the good ones are there. Wine Afeccionado, The New Yorker, W Magazine, Details, Wired, Rolling Stone, Dwell, Martha Stewart. The ivory pleated curtains that used to hang in the arched floor-to-ceiling window now reside in a box in the basement with the other decorations and redundant house things Jimmy unceremoniously stored away in 2006 when his father finally died, the gnarled old thing, and left Jimmy the house. It was the same one he grew up in. They hadn't been poor. But Jimmy hadn't been an expected child, and while things had been, hadn't been tight financially, the Jennings couldn't afford to move into a bigger house in the same neighborhood. And they didn't want to move into a less affluent area. So, when Jimmy turned six, his mother and his father together helped him make his bedroom in the basement. When Jimmy moved away, Mr. and Mrs. Jennings left everything in situ, which is how Jimmy found it when he returned to stake his claim. Initially, he put the house on the market, but after a very short time, he decided that it wasn't a seller's market after all and moved into the house himself. Most of his parents' valuable things were bequeathed away. He didn't consider himself to be a particularly sentimental person and had sold what valuable things were left, but there were a few odds and ends, nostalgic artifacts that could be valuable later and other things which he hadn't a use for right then, but that he might want later. There was a creepy old storage closet under the stairs in the basement where he stored the unloved but still wanted things. Without the austere curtains obscuring all the light, the formal dining room became a literary oasis. The original hardwood floors throughout the entire house beamed in the unfiltered sunlight. A honey-colored tufted leather sofa from Restoration Hardware flanked by brass coffee tables, lamps, and a vintage reproduction of the earth as told by Horchow were arranged not against the wall, but in the center of the room. There were books in the bookcases, but not many. This was the room of a man who lives for the moment. Unfortunately, Jimmy Jennings was a man whose moment had passed. The end of the first chapter. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out my book, Afterlife, on Amazon.com. You can read the first few chapters for free. It's on sale now, it's $4.99, so support your girl, buy my book, and whether you buy the book or not, you can count on me to read you all the chapters in this book. I will try to do all the voices and make it entertaining for you. Thank you for watching. Please like this video, please share it, please subscribe. You are watching Maximilian on Maximilian TV. I am an author and I'm reading my book, Afterlife. It's book two in the bedtime stories for the intellectually adventurous. Check it out on Amazon. You got questions? I got answers. Go ahead and leave your comments in the comment section below. I am going to read them all. If you have questions about writing, you can ask me that. If you have questions about the story, you can ask me that. Ask me whatever you like, and I'll answer the good ones. So 
Thank you for watching my channel. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe, and I will see you soon.